Hey there, and welcome to the Solar Tech Talk, where we nerd out about solar energy technology and policy. My name is Tierney Marsh. I'm a sales manager here at Baywa RE, and I'm here with Aaron Bingham. I'm a product manager over at Baywa RE. Hi, good to see you, Aaron. Yeah, great to see you, Tierney. I, uh, for the first time ever, got to meet you in person very recently, or I guess we met at the ACM. So, uh, yeah, that's a full full lie. We met at NABSEP in earlier this right. year, yeah, and yeah. then in the summer, we've seen each other multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just that forgetful. Try that again. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 very difficult to, to differentiate between squares on a screen and real life. I think anybody <laughs> who's been through you this know, I have to say today. when I when I did get the chance to finally meet people in person, it was just like, oh yeah, no, I know you. Like, yeah, yeah that's always that's always a fun little dance. So you and I did get to hang out in person though, which was a lot of fun out we at did. SPI. Yes, um, got to spend a little bit of time. Re plus. Oh, thank you for the correction. Yes. Got to keep me up with the time. Got a, a rebrand there. <laughs> I think that that's a correction I probably heard thirty or forty times every single day when I was at yeah. at the event. Yeah, I've heard from installers that they're just not going to do RE+. They're just going to stick with SPI. So. <laughs> I mean, far be it for uh, for folks in our industry ever to try to stick to something, you know, long after it's already <laughs> been decided that it's going to be described another way. One thing that is really interesting, though, is, you know, they, they did rebrand it this year to RE+, Renewable Energy+, Plus, right? And I think a big part of the reason that they did that was largely evident on the show floor. We saw all kinds of new energy storage solutions. Uh, you know, we saw small portable solutions, larger residentially focused or residentially oriented solutions on up through CNI and large scale utility solutions on the show floor this year. I, I probably counted easily 30 manufacturers, uh, several of whom I had never, never been introduced before. So it was really exciting. Yeah, storage was everywhere. Um, the other thing that I really took away from the conference is that there's just so much discussion around modules right now. Of course, this past year, we've seen a lot of constraints due to different labor and shipping port issues, what have you. And all of that has led to a really restricted supply in the market. So it was exciting to see module manufacturers coming back with plans for the future now that there's a lot of IRA funds floating around for potential new warehouses in the US and stuff like that. So we definitely heard a couple of, of folks say that they're planning on starting up some US facilities. Uh, of course, that won't impact us immediately. It's probably not even going to have production lines into 2023, but looking at 2024, we should have some domestically made modules that are really going to start coming onto the market. So that's very exciting as well. Oh yeah. And uh, Tierney, I think you may have misspoken there when you said warehouses and you meant manufacturing facilities. Thank yeah. you. But all of the all of the provisions within the IRA that offer increased tax credits for folks who have systems that are made with materials that have been manufactured here in the United States uh, does create a really, really exciting landscape for next year and the years after, probably the years after, right? It'll take a while for manufacturing to get up and running. Yeah. I do want to highlight something there in particular. 
I know we've gotten a lot of questions already about do we have any modules that fit these rules under the IRA provisions? And I want to highlight that those provisions, they haven't been defined yet. We don't yet know what is going to qualify for a US-made module um, by IRA standards because we don't have that yet. So, you know, that agency is figuring out what that means. They're going to be publishing those rules soon. We don't have it yet. So we'll let you know what we do. Yeah, I think when the Inflation Reduction Act was first signed by President Biden, I think that the guidance that I heard at that time was that it would take the IRS about six months to come out with specific guidance for manufacturers who are interested in um, participating in some of the local content requirements that are spelled out in the in the IRA. So it was really exciting to see module manufacturers back on the scene in a big way, really excited about the opportunity in in the U.S. market. What were some of the other impressions that you had? Any kind of general takeaways that you'd want folks who maybe didn't have a chance to attend to know about? Mm, That's a good question. I have to say that my overall impression of RE Plus was just one of possibility and energy. It was so exciting to be back in the room with so many familiar faces and to see all the innovation and things that people have been up to for the past couple of years can't get over just like the energy that i felt in that space in my conversations with installers what i was really hearing a lot of is that people are super excited um for the the future growth right people are planning on growing in a big way that was one of the things that i i heard again and again in my conversations so increased supply with modules, inverters, getting new product lines in, you know, all that stuff is going to help our industry double and triple and and get us to where we need to go. It's really interesting that you say that, Tierney. I I definitely had the same impression, and it's right in line with um, the impression that another one of our coworkers, Jordan Pacheco, walked away from the event with. He and I had a few minutes to catch up a couple of weeks ago to get some of his impressions about the event and talk a little bit more about what he saw as far as energy storage went, because he was kind of there on a mission to learn more about new options in that arena. Why don't we go ahead and check out that conversation with Jordan? Hey, Jordan, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Um, so you are the vendor relationships manager for the Americas region with the Bewari Solar Trade Americas team. That's right. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, and you were at RE Plus. Yes, um, I was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was great to see you there. I I was really interested to hear a little bit more about what you thought about the direction that the energy storage portion of the industry is going. I know you went there with an explicit mission to learn more about all of the burgeoning solar options that are popping up all over the place, or excuse me, uh, burgeoning energy storage options that are popping up. Uh, What did you find? You know, we kind of walked in with the idea of, you know, let's let's try to catalog relevant players up and comers. And once once you walked the floor, you saw so many storage options from so many folks that normally you wouldn't see. Like, you know, you saw Hanwha Q cells come out, you saw Canadian solar, solar panel manufacturers walking into it. And it seems as, you know, there is a robust amount of offerings across the industry right now. Yeah, it did seem like there were options coming up from all kinds of different manufacturers. We saw, I think, you know, everyone from Energizer to 
Kohler, um, you know, very, yeah. very recognizable <laughs> brands at the at the kitchen table announcing that they are going to be offering energy storage to the market. Um, so so there's definitely a lot of activity in this space. What do you think are some some trends that we can point to in terms of what solutions are are coming out and what folks should be looking for when it comes to finding a good one? Yeah, I think like feature sets, what we're seeing across the market, they're all very similar, all it's very similar capabilities. Um, I think it's going to go a step further than that and really come down to supply chain um, with with the IRA going live as it benefits EVs as well as energy storage. There is a finite amount of lithium ion cell production available. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see which which energy storage companies can secure their volumes going forward. Um, and, and honestly, how that, that ripple effect hits the rest of Europe, other parts of other parts of the economy, the global economy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, you know, as as you're starting to see those numbers ramp up and also keep in mind, you know, we're we're, we're walking out of a huge uh, supply chain crunch as well hopefully things things are on the upswing. Uh, so so just looking at, at those impacts moving forward as EVs and you know the Tesla EV backlog starts starts to try to clear out, how does the allocation of those lithium ion cells go towards energy storage, EVs and other other power electronics like cell phones and laptops, et cetera? Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of competition for those for those upstream resources. Folks looking for for solutions that are going to have good supply may need to look for manufacturers that are a bit more vertically integrated is that what i'm hearing yeah yeah so we're we're starting to see a few few organizations out there with with a direct vertical built into their model so they will have you know like direct access to those cells so a parent company with a subsidiary that now makes ess is also one of the largest you know distributors of lithium ion cells as well uh, so, so it's it's stuff like that. We're starting to see the trend. I think overall in solar, uh, the supply chain has been at the forefront at least for the past year or so, um, and this is just another example of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely going to be interesting in 2023 as all of these companies <laughs> really start to bring their products to the market, and we get to see you know whose products perform really well and which features homeowners are, are really um, buying into, you know, is it is it brand, you know, the brand name, or is there more to it? Are homeowners looking for something more than that? So it'll be exciting to connect with you down the road and check in on what trends we're seeing. Sounds great. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for catching up with us and telling us what you were seeing at RE Plus this year. It's really great to see you. All right. Take care. Well, it sounds like a great conversation with Jordan. I'm bummed I wasn't able to connect with you guys in that space, but um, it sounds like he was really excited about storage, which I have to say is a perfect segue to our next conversation, which is today's main event on the podcast. We're actually talking with Aaron Wright and Gabriel Williams of the Duracell Power Center. They have a new home battery system that is really awesome, and I think it's going to turn a lot of heads. That sounds great, Tierney. Let's go ahead and hop over to them now. Today we have Aaron Wright, Training and Development Manager, and Gabriel Williams, the Southeast Sales Manager for Duracell. Aaron, Gabriel, welcome to the show. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Um, so we're really excited to hear your guys' story. Um, Duracell, of course, is a huge brand name, but 
home storage might be a new market for you. Why, what made you guys interested in this? Why are you in this space? Tell us more. Yeah, absolutely. So when we initially launched in January, directly prior to us launching, we did a lot of research into the industry, into the market. We noticed that there's a lot of you know, major brands that are internally recognizable, uh, but there were really no large consumer brands in the industry. So when we launched, we really wanted to bring a brand to market that consumers know and really change the way that solar is being presented to homeowners. So not just an energy storage, but now in the complete product offering um, with a, the complete solution for all of your customers. Um, so energy storage is a component of our product offering. Um, and then we have the complete ecosystem of products, which consists of microinverters, um, energy storage, and now EV chargers um, with a fully customizable and modular solution um, to really simplify it on both ends, both the consumer and the installer end. So that, that's, a, that's a really interesting approach to the market. Can you tell us a little bit more about who your ideal customers are, given that approach? Yeah, um, it's really a, it's not directly intended for consumers. It's really both. You know, when we designed our product offering, we wanted to make sure that we're both helping installers with capturing new business by having the ability to leverage a massive mega brand that's recognizable in most households across the country, but also improve their experience on the installation end. So more specifically, we'll discuss our microinverters. We've implemented a, a model of a trunk cabling system that allows everything to have pre-cut segments completely plug and play, um, really by most installers reducing the cost of installation by five to 10% on the roof because there's no cutting required when installing our microinverters. Um, and also with our ESS system, it's a very simple AC coupled solution um, with multiple um, options, whether it's a five kilowatt or a 10 kilowatt system that is very easily um, installed on the side of the home. So it's directed towards both installers and customers um, with both very unique um, advantages over each other. I, got, I actually came off the, the roof myself, guys. So um, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm very excited about our micros uh, from the installer side because I used to be that guy up there. And this system just gives us a lot more flexibility as installers, right? So when you're on the roof, you have a lot of those, those options. And then, of course, with our 5 and 10K, completely retrofittable, to, to coin a word there, right? So it allows us to actually go back to homes that your customers have already sold to, that they already have spent their customer acquisition cost, and go back and give them added value as well. Yeah, that's a huge value add for a lot of the installers that we work with. You know, capture recapturing those those customers and giving them added value and being able to add a battery regardless of the original system that's installed. That's that's a really great big deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and tell us a little bit more about that battery system. So there are a few major components that comprise the energy storage side of the Duracell Power Center solution. Let's talk about those first and then we can talk more about the microinverters. Our system is is basically three boxes, right? If uh, you're doing the 10K, you're, you're going to end up with basically just kind of double that, right? So what I like most about our system, again, the coming from the installer side, I want it to be as easy as possible for those guys because I was those guys. And so what's easiest about it, very easy mounting system, single rack, you hang the rack, you hang it, right? Boxes, very, very simple. Uh, for designers uh, and purchasers, what's really great about that is they buy our energy storage system from Baywa and they do not have to go and get another Duracell SKU, right? So they're not shopping around. They're not trying to figure out, does this match with that? No, no, no. You buy a 5K from Baywa, you're, you're good to go. You've got everything that you need to buy from Duracell. So to simplify it as much as possible, that's true of the 5 and the 10K. 
That's awesome. And so right now, as of this recording, Baywa has the 5KW Duracell Power Center um, energy storage units in stock. And those come with 5KW uh, inverters, AC coupled inverters, as well as 14 kilowatt hours of power. Is that correct? Yes. Correct. You currently are stocking a 5 kilowatt, 14 kilowatt hour system. Um, we call it the Duracell 5. Um, that is using LFP chemistry. We have a really unique ability to increase the capacity of our system in 14 kilowatt hour increment. So going from 14 to 28 to 42 kilowatt hours on a single power electronics board. Um, that system is 20.8 amps per leg and it is AC coupled and still inverter agnostic. Um, the only limitation being that you cannot exceed the continuous output with your input. So for example, your five kilowatt battery cannot exceed five kilowatt input. So it sounds like this system is ideally designed for folks that, you know, may already have a PV system installed and, and want something that's AC coupled. Can you say a little bit about uh, the, the target applications for, for the product a little more specifically? Is there anything else that you would add? Our five kilowatt system, we really want it to become a mainstream product, essentially where installers can use our five kilowatt as a standard um, product within their offering to all customers. Now, we understand that the market is really trying to push as much for a whole home backup solution, uh, meaning powering central AC units during a grid down situation. But as you guys are aware, net metering is at risk of potentially going away. So we really want a product that can be applied to every single home in America when going solar to counteract time of use or um, power critical loads in almost every application as a standard component in a product offering. So that's why the five kilowatt system may not be ideal for a whole home system, which it most definitely cannot perform at a whole home level, but it's perfect for a standard um, product offering, a, a standard offered product in all new construction solar projects. So then are there any special applications or cool uses that you guys are excited about and want to highlight? Aaron, I'll let you take that one. I think that our ecosystem is probably the, the most exciting thing moving forward, right? So we like our individual components, but we like them together much more, right? So we have the ability to easily pair with our microinverters. We know exactly how to do that. It's 14 uh, on a string to power that thing so you can get maximum use out of your energy storage system. So we have that ability in addition, uh, to, to put concerns at ease, you can sell a customer as much solar as you want, okay? Uh, you'll work with me and my team directly, and we'll make sure on your first installs, we want to make sure that you're set up. So our, our training program actually involves individual intervention. So you'll actually talk to a person, um, and we'll help make sure that your single line drawing is right. So if you want to sell them 15K, great. I'll tell you exactly how to take that 5K out and put it into our system. So it's an idea of uh, really offering a, a complete image, starting from working with Gabe, uh, getting your table sales guys ready, uh, through getting more involved in the design and, and making sure that what you have set up is something replicable and that your guys out in the field can do a time and time again. And then, of course, uh, we have tried to streamline exactly what we're building so that way it can be quick, efficient and cost effective. It's excellent to hear that you're thinking about all the different touch points, right, for an installer. So working with them at the sales pitch and at the design level, um, that's really great. So I know that we have some training requirements set up to help our installers become certified. What what does that look like? Sure. Um, so as we said, the first 
touch point is going to be Gabe working with your specific company uh, to kind of get you set up. Uh, he is uh, the introduction, right? So wherever you're at, you're going to have a regional sales manager and that sales manager is really going to get your, your decision makers, right? They're going to get them on, they're going to get them excited and then they're, they're going to start training that sales team. So once that's occurred, then I start working with your designer. Once they have found a site, we actually are utilizing a real site, something that they're actually going to go and install at. And then what we are going to do is train them basically on that site. And then from then uh, on, that's, that's kind of how you are trained, right? It is a, both a case study and a training center and one that ideally you, you'll make money on, right? So it's kind of encompassing all of that. It's a webinar with me, the design webinar. It's about 45 minutes. Again, just trying to get your designer ready to go on that future site that the table sales guys are going to sell. Um, and then after that, we're going to give uh, computer training, which is basically on, on a monitoring platform. Very, very simple. I mean, most of the time, that's maybe a five-minute call with me and sending you the instructions there step-by-step, step, right? So, um, and then after that, depending on where you are, our favorite approach right now. And, and again, it's why it's important to kind of, if you're wanting to get in, you want to get in early. And the reason being is right now uh, we're offering on-site assistance. So at that site that you sold, uh, we're going to, it might be me, it might be one of my tech guys, but somebody's going to be there to help you put that first system in. Okay. And the, the entire concept behind that is we want to set you up for success. We want to teach people to fish. We don't want to give them fish, right? So teach them to fish. And then hopefully after that first one, they install nine more that I never find out about. And that's exactly the way that I want. Wow. So what I'm hearing is once somebody knows that they want to become a Duracell Power Center installer, they need to go ahead and reach out to one of their local sales reps. And they can probably go ahead and do that through Baywa. We'll be happy to get them in touch. They'll have a conversation with your team and uh, go ahead and attend or get scheduled to attend a design webinar that y'all hold regularly so that they can every learn how weeks. to design the system every two weeks. Is it? Yep. Okay. Fantastic. Is there, is there like a, a regular uh, date and time for those or is it something that yep. they can... Yeah. It's every second Tuesday, 8 a.m. Pacific time. So we try to get it out there for, for those guys on the West coast so they can attend this and then still get out into the field. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. And so once they've attended the design webinar and they know how to actually draw up their first system, they can get out there and start selling it. And once they make their first sale, and that moves into the planning stages, they'll actually submit their first one-line drawing to your team, to, to, it sounds like to even you specifically, Aaron. So me that, specifically, yep. Fantastic. So you'll, you'll kind of give that a once over just to make sure that there's nothing um, that you'd want to uh, point out um, in terms of the way that the system is designed and making sure that that's in line with how you instruct folks to install it. Probably a, a more simple way for me to say that. <laughs> we just ensure that it's going to pass inspection and that their customers are going to be happy. That's yeah. really what down to. Okay, fantastic. So you, you give the uh, system design a once over to make sure it's going to pass inspection. And that is then submitted to their local AHJ for permitting approval. Um, once they have that permit or once they've submitted it and have a good idea of when they might get that permit and what their install date could be, then they start communicating. Is it back with their Duracell regional sales manager or is it with yourself, Aaron? The general idea is that 
your regional sales manager is your guy. So they will know what to do from there. So if it's, hey, contact Aaron, contact your local technical representative, they're kind of your point person. They're going to be the one that uh, leads you through these steps. Fantastic. So they'll kind of be- chime in on this. So our goal and our focus is really to change the way that customer service and technical support is occurring in the industry. So we will pair each partner with a dedicated technical resource. But as far as general point of contact and questions, that'll all be directed or directed through us as the account manager or sales manager for each partner. Um, but regarding any technical questions or assistance needed on a going forward basis following certification, that will be handled with that your customer's dedicated point of contact. So you're not going to have to call into a general um, helpline every time you have a question. You will have your dedicated technical representative's um, direct number, and you can feel free to call or text them at any point in time throughout your partnership with us. Sure. So a really unique spin as far as how we handle customer service on the and partner side. Yeah, and it's definitely one of the ways that we, we saw Duracell Power Center adding a lot of value for our customers as they look at potentially, um, you know, engaging a partnership with with your team. So so that final step there is then um, once they've got the plan submitted, they've got the the install date in mind, then they'll reach out to their Duracell uh, Power Center sales rep again to get the on-site visit scheduled for that first installation so that there can be some training done um, on-site and so that your team can make sure that their team gets off on the right foot as far as their Duracell installations go. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. We want to make sure that those guys are confident and that they're ready for the second, fourth, ninth, twelfth install. Fantastic. So the power center solution was the first thing that y'all came out of the gate with, but very, very soon after you announced a series of microinverters that um, are designed to both work with the power center solution and independently. Let's talk a little bit more about those. Yes, exactly. So we launched a line of microinverters uh, approximately last quarter um, with a really unique product offering. We're currently offering three different microinverters, um, first being a 350-watt AC one-to-one, um, which is traditionally what most installers are used to installing, meaning one module to one micro. Uh, we have a dual, which is 700-watt AC continuous, um, two modules to one micro, and a really um, unique micro, which is a 1,500-watt quad, four-to-one microinverter. Um, and when we launched this product line, again, we are a consumer-focused brand, but we really want to optimize the installer's experience on the roof. Um, so all of our microinverters can be fully mixed and matched and configured at however they see mo- or best fit within their array that they're constructing. So, for example, let's say we have a 10-module array. You can use five duals. You can use 10 singles. Um, or you can mix and match between quads, duals, and singles. Um, a really unique feature as well is our cabling system. So we have a pre-cut trunk cabling system that you will check out and buy on the Baywa website. Um, they're all pre-cut in either two meter or four meter segments, and it is completely plug and play. So quite literally, you will take a two meter drop, unscrew the back, take our AC connection off, and just continue to feed lines and connecting this trunk in series up to 16 modules per string. So there's zero cutting or splicing required on the roof. Again, really aimed towards helping installers optimize their time on the roof and cut costs um, in every possible segment that we can cut cost at. And we wanted to pair that amongst the complete ecosystem. Um, so what that means is by using our microinverters and our ESS, your homeowner, your customer will have the best user experience possible by being able to have module level monitoring, um, taking control of their complete energy storage system all through one central user interface. 
And to take that one step further, as I mentioned, when we first started this conversation, when we first went to market and just um, did a bunch of market research discussing how valuable the Duracell brand will be to consumers, not only did Duracell come out on top of surpassing other major manufacturers in the industry, but consumers were so receptive to the brand we really want to captivate that experience for all of our partners. So what that means is not only are installers having an easier and better experience on the roof, but on the sales end, your installers and your sales representatives are not only able to say, hey, we're here to make, help you make the transition to clean energy, but we are an authorized partner of Duracell, which allows your customers and your homeowners to have that peace of mind when considering going solar. Um, and that's a very powerful tool that I want to um, touch on because it's really unique in the industry. Cool. So this this is really exciting from an installer perspective, right? This brand recognition that Duracell brings is going to be really huge. We haven't really seen something like that in the industry. I think Tesla is probably um, the best example of something that's really recognized outside of the solar industry. And I think that Duracell is going to bring a lot of gravitas to that. So I'm excited to hear some success stories from our installers kitchen table conversations with their homeowners, because uh, I think that's going to drive a lot of adoption and a lot of momentum. Uh, so with that, I'm really interested to hear what you guys have on the horizon next. I mean, you guys are fairly new to the solar space, but already you're talking storage, you're talking micros, and I hear you have some new things on, on the horizon. Can you, can you give us a hint about what's coming next? Yeah, absolutely. And that's a phenomenal question. So uh, we are shooting for Q1 of calendar year 2023. Uh, we will release a 10 kilowatt AC coupled solution um, with 28 kilowatt hours of storage that will again use LFP chemistry. Um, and that will be a 100 amp solution. We're really trying to capture and progress our product offering to go to more of a whole home approach um, and have a completely customizable product offering while still maintaining a very simple and standard offering. And I know that sounds like I'm contradicting myself, but what I mean is we are currently offering a five kilowatt system that um, Baywa is currently stocking. Um, that is really a standard product that we are trying to have installers include in their current standard product offering. But going forward, we will have the 10 kilowatt system. Again, going with a larger continuous output, allowing more items in the home to be connected during a grid down situation. Taking that one additional step further, looking into calendar year 24, we will have a 15 kilowatt system with either 30 or 40 kilowatt hours of capacity available to purchase. All of our systems will be AC coupled, um, but we allow the installer and the homeowner to make a simple decision when considering which energy storage system is right for their home. Without having to have the complexity of stacking multiple smaller output systems, we want to keep it very short and very simple to make it the most efficient transaction possible. So we will have the 5 kilowatt, the 10 kilowatt, and the 15 kilowatt system available with the complete offering um, projected to be completed by end of calendar year 24. Now, discussing our microinverter product line, we're always looking at the industry and what modules are on the horizon to come out. With that being said, we are shooting for the end or Q4 of next year to release a higher output level of microinverters meaning we will go to a standard offering of 450 watts AC per module across singles, duals, and quads. Again, we want to start, we understand modules are um, be coming into the market at over 500 watts. There's 72 cell, 72 split cell modules. And we want to have a product offering that is not working a microinverter at 110% of what it traditionally should be operating at. So what I mean by that is 450 watts per module across our complete microinverter product offerings. And as well, again, a new product that we're throwing into the mix will be an EV charger. Um, so we mentioned the complete ecosystem. 
Now, as you know, EV vehicles are becoming more and more common in households across America. So we will have a complete line of EV chargers available with the first model releasing in Q4. Um, we will have that product on display at InterSolar in February of next year. Our EV charger will be 80 amps. Um, it'll be a single car. Going into next year, we will have a dual car option available. And towards the end of next year, we will have a bi-directional option available as well for um, either the single or the dual car. So really taking charge by having the complete product offering available for all customers and installers. It is really exciting to see how aggressively you guys are pursuing your vision of just building out that entire ecosystem and making sure that home, homes across America have access to some reliable energy management and energy storage, energy production equipment that will ensure that they can take a little bit more control over how and um, where their power is being used. That's, that's very exciting. All right. Well, Aaron, Gabe, thanks so much for joining us. Um, we're really excited to have your product now available on our web store. Um, for all of our installers out there listening, make sure that you check it out. Get in contact with your Baywa rep. They will give you the golden key to talk to your Duracell folks. Um, and everybody, you know, we've got we've got some batteries to sell, it sounds like. So let's get at it. Great to meet you, Aaron and Gabe. Hey, you as well. Thanks. Ah, it was great to catch up with the folks over at Duracell Power Center. I'm really excited about the moves that they're making. And Aaron and Gabe are just putting together a fantastic program over there to get renewable energy and energy storage into lots of people's hands. So it's going to be a big year for them. Yeah, agreed. And speaking of big years, we are right at the end of 2022. As we ventured more deeply into Q4, I want to remind everybody to get your ducks in a row. Definitely do check out our web store. We've got a lot of our availability for, um, you know, current product, incoming product listed there. And I want to highlight in particular that we've got some modules that are finally rolling in. Check out, for example, JA's new offering. They have a 390-395 product. It's a 54 cell, and it's really great with a strong warranty and backed by a brand that's been working in this space for a really long time. JA uses hemlock silicon. So definitely do take a look if you're looking for a new workhorse for your installs. And just piling onto your thought there, um, I, I've been doing a lot of work with our product management team to try to make sure that we have everything that's listed in all of our warehouse locations uh, listed in the web store. And a lot of that availability is going actually in the clearance section. We have a lot of stuff that um, was in one warehouse location or another that we found that we went ahead and put on the web store um, under the clearance section so that folks could help us clean house and get ready for a really exciting 2023. Um, all right. Well, Aaron, maybe we should clear on out. Oof, dearty. <laughs> Bad joke, but point taken. I think it's about time to say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lovely chatting with you as always. Um, thank you all for joining us for the Solar Tech Talk. See you next time.